Chapter 3. The Campfire When they came out from under the old spruce, it had gotten darker. Bonky looked up through the treetops, and the once clear blue sky was now a deep navy. Muffin didn't look up. He didn't look anywhere. His short legs moved in a decisive straight line. Bonky thought he expected the trees to dodge out of his way, not the other way around. So decisive were his steps as he ploughed through the forest. The silence of the forest did not match Muffin's determined steps. Even Raga had stopped hopping and walked in silence next to Bonky. In any case, Raga had seen how heavy the blanket was and now held one end in her mouth. Maybe that's why she was so quiet, Bonky hoped. It scared her a little that Raga had stopped talking, because even if she didn't feel like listening all the time, it felt safe to hear Raga's excited voice explaining things she didn't really understand. Where are we going? Bonky whispered to Raga. Raga shrugged, and Bonky understood that she didn't know. Bonky didn't dare ask Muffin. As they walked through the spruces, they heard a faint melody. Someone is singing. Bonky looked at Raga again. Raga's ears had pricked up. Shh! Where is it coming from? Muffin stopped and looked around. They couldn't see anyone. Just tree trunks and endless forest. I think it's coming from over there. Bonky pointed to a pair of spruces with thick trunks. It sounds like someone is playing behind there. Raga had dropped the blanket and whispered, Wait here! Bonky could finally see that Raga indeed was a lion. The still mane truly didn't matter. Raga snuck between the trees so quietly and graciously that no one could ever know she was there. Bonky could barely see her. Raga had almost reached the spruces now. The song flowed like the fog. One moment it was all around them, then, just as fast, it almost completely disappeared. It was a peaceful song, a song you recognize but can't quite remember. Go ahead! Raga's whisper was more like a shout. She hopped up and down, gesturing with her entire body in front of the thick spruces. Behind the spruces, next to a campfire, a band was playing. A man with a big white beard played guitar. A woman with an extravagantly large hat and way too much lipstick hummed along. Next to them sat something that might have been a ghost. The ghost sang a sad song about an enchanted forest with a dark past. The woman with way too much lipstick sang about a whispering witch who wove spells with her rhymes. The bandits seemed to notice that Bonky, Raga and Muffin were nearly by the campfire now. They weren't alone. The three friends sat down next to two large soft things that were already by the fire. I'm Tiki, whispered the soft one with a beret. That is Taki. He's a deer bird, but you needn't be afraid. He's tame. The soft one with the beret stroked the other soft one over the head, and now Bonky saw that Taki had wings. Can I sit here? asked Bonky to the soft one called Tiki. Of course. How nice, smiled Tiki.
The fire crackled and the band played on. Bonky's head became heavier and heavier. She felt how Tiki shifted her huge soft body closer to her so that Bonky could rest her head against it. When Bonky opened her eyes again, it was daylight. The fire had turned to ashes and the band was gone. Her head was still resting against Tiki's shoulder. Tiki was in a deep sleep, snoring so loud that the entire soft body was vibrating. Raga slept with the still mane on Bonky's knee. She stroked through it, the soft fur tickling her fingers. She was looking around for Muffin and found him pacing back and forth some distance away on the fussy carpet from under their tree. How did that get here? Did he bring it with him? <coughs> Suddenly the soft one jolted, jerking awake in the middle of a loud snore. Oh, excuse me. The soft one shook. I hope I didn't scare you. No, you didn't scare me, laughed Bonky, whilst thinking that the entire forest was probably wide awake now. I am Tiki, remember? The soft one smiled. She had kind eyes and Bonky felt like crawling deep into her soft body. Where is Taki? said Bonky. Oh, he's probably out hunting mice. It's a morning routine he has. Raga had awoken now and sat staring at Tiki. Then she flew up. I know you! Oh, of course you know me, Raga. The soft, ones the soft one's body wobbled in laughter. Muffin! It's Tiki! Tiki, you helped us with the bushes! Bonky, this is Tiki. Long ago, when I was little, or maybe not that long ago, but still a long time ago, when I was little, Tiki helped us with when my mane got stuck in a rootberry bush. What are you doing this far out in the forest? And who are you, my new friend? Tiki turned towards Bonky. I'm Bonky. Bonky searched for the right words. I'm not from around here. Isn't that nice? Not to be from around here, that is, replied Tiki. But she cannot stay here. The carpet was gone and Muffin was back near the ashes of the campfire. What are you going to do? Tiki's calm voice made Bonky feel at home, or at least less far away. We are going to the Wukasis. Muffin turned a resolute heel and started walking his usual determined path. What are the Wukasis? Bonky apparently asked it so quietly that no one answered. Tiki shot a sharp whistle into the air and Taki landed his big soft body with a thump on the ground next to Bonky. He then threw himself onto his back, flapping his wings and floundering his legs while making incredibly strange noises. Bonky looked on in horror. Is he okay? Did he hurt himself? <laughs> of course not. He just wants us to scratch his belly. A little bit of fish wouldn't hurt either. Tiki scratched a big deer bird's belly and threw him a piece of fish that Taki caught in his mouth. What a strange animal, thought Bonky. They started in a straight line after Muffin. Raga with Bonky's blanket in her mouth and Bonky with it in hand. 
Bonky's legs were sore and tired. Her stomach cried out for food and her arms drooped continuously, dropping her side of the blanket to the ground. Just when Bonky's legs were about to give out, Tiki lifted her up onto her shoulders and threw the blanket over her head. <laughs> it looks like you're about to get married, Bonky laughed. The soft body chuckled and swayed under her. They continued on down the path. Hmm, it's too quiet. Tiki put Bonkly safely down to the ground. Then she slowly raised a soft arm and Taki landed quietly beside them. The spruces were more sparse here and Bonky could see a stream glistening up ahead. The ground was still covered in needles, but you could just see a gravel path under the top layer. Muffin stood motionless a little farther ahead. Raga froze next to Bonky. They listened. Not a single sound could be heard. How weird that we can't hear the stream, thought Bonky. Taki gestured silently that they should move off the path. Quiet. So quietly they barely dared to breathe. They moved slowly towards the trees. Bonky began to tremble. The warm breeze suddenly cold as the sun disappeared behind a large cloud. Raga backed against her and tucked herself behind Bonky's legs. Bonky saw a rabbit ahead of her. It had three ears, three eyes, and with its snow-white fur looked to be a young bunny. Just as she was about to poke Raga to show her, something shot down from the sky. Not a sound was made when the giant octopus-like arm plunged from the sky and split the ground where the rabbit with its three ears had sat. Bonky screamed. The scream was smothered by Tiki's large, soft arm. She pointed to the sky. Above them hovered massive, heavy bodies with mile-long arms hanging down. Now and then, Bonky could see an arm jerk and shoot down towards the ground. The Stratadunder, 